ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's All right, we are back. And if you didn't realize, we are now the locker room boys. Fuck, guys. It's guys. All right, we are back. And if you didn't notice already, we are the locker room guys. Uh, Look us up on Instagram. We got a whole bunch of new shit posted almost every single day. Um, I'm joined here with Luke and Logan, and we're going to break down the whole week in college basketball and the upcoming week as well. Starting off, we have our own AP polls. I'll start with mine. It's pretty much the same exact as last week. We have Baylor, Purdue, Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, Kansas. Then Arizona with their loss. I didn't move them. We'll get to that game later. But we have Houston, then Auburn, and then at 10, I have Kentucky, and I can't wait to talk about them at the end of this episode. Yeah, uh, Kentucky, they're definitely playing, like, pretty good right now. I know they lost that game, but... If you look how they played uh, last week, and then even today they won by 30 against, like, not a bad team, like Logan said that. I mean, you can make an argument for them being 10 for sure. I mean, I'm just, just curious to see what you why you put them there. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, the only question I have is, where would you have Duke? Four. Okay, I guess we'll let that one slip. <laughs> uh, mine, I got... Baylor's still one, Duke's still two. Uh, I had Arizona last week, but then they just played, uh, so I'm drop I'm dropping them. So Auburn goes up to three, Zegs four, Kansas five, LSU moves up. Like everyone just moved up one, LSU six, Purdue seven, UCLA eight, Houston nine, and then I just put Arizona at ten. So pretty much the exact same rankings because I moved Bama out and then Houston jumped in. So yeah, that, otherwise it's the exact same. Just. Once teams loses, that everyone else got pushed up. Yeah, I also forgot to say that. I kicked Villanova and Alabama out of my list from last week. Yeah, the only thing I noticed with yours is Auburn continues to go up every single week. But because teams ahead of them lose. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, I yeah. just want to say, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just like yeah. every week we see Auburn going up the, and it's interesting to see. So. They're going to get uh, – they'll get there eventually to one. <laughs> they'll lose somehow and you'll give them one. We'll talk about that game later. All right, uh, so – for mine, I had Baylor at one, then I had Duke, Purdue, Auburn, Gonzaga, Kansas, Seton Hall, Arizona, Ohio State, LSU. See, I like Ohio State high. I mean, I was scared to put them in. I mean, obviously, they've had some, like, ugly-ish losses earlier in the year, but, I mean, I big Ohio State rider this year. Yeah, I know. I have Ohio State at 13, and I want to move them up because I do think we'll get late into our picks later, like, for conferences, but I think... They are they're playing their best ball right now, and I just couldn't move ahead of anybody because I like everyone ahead of them. So it's weird. And then what was another one you had? Yeah, just look at uh, Seton Hall. I really like that was my sleeper team going into oh. the year. Mm-hmm. I had them right out at eleven, but I just, I mean, they three games in a row where they had those cancellations. It just, you know, as of now, I'm just gonna hold on them, see how they come back from that break that they had. Yeah, I think the thing that I was scared about putting Ohio State. I feel like it's one of them teams where when you put them higher. That's when they lose. No, it is. And it's every time I've ever, like, bet with Ohio State or even cheered for them to score, they just shoot me in the back and mm-hmm. just piss me off. Yeah, but, like, what Ohio State is, EJ Liddell, as of right now, I think 
you can make a strong argument, and he might be the favorite for player of the year. So, 100%. Yeah. He's playing so good right now. So, but I there's, mean, yeah. When, they're play, when he's playing like he's playing, I mean, it's no knock to put him that high. I have him at 13, so obviously yeah. I think they're good too. There's definitely a lot of teams in here too that, like, it's all those teams where, like, when they're lower seed, like, they're going into games with, like, no, like, worry. They're like, okay, we lose to, like, the seven, and we're the 25th. Like, it doesn't matter. So, but then once they eventually get up there, then, like, now the turn, like, it switches, mm-hmm. and then they end up pressures losing. on them. They have the pressures pressure on back. Them. Yeah. I was like turntables. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to say it wrong. Um, yeah, so last week we had buy or sell. This week we're gonna give you our conference champion champions predictions. Uh do you wanna host this or yeah, I can do it. Right. Uh if I did seven conferences, so you got the power six in uh basketball and then I add the AAC with uh to it. So use like and we all I didn't add the the whack or whatever with Gonzaga because because it's whack. Isn't it the WWC? No, it's WCC. Yeah, it's not the WCC. WCC. They're gonna win. I mean, everyone's. If you have another option than Zags, I think you're kind of crazy. San Francisco. So anyhow. Well, I mean, they're hot. <laughs> like, I mean, like, we'll st- yeah, we'll start with the SEC, and uh, I'll just start it. Obviously, at Auburn. I mean, everyone. If you listen to this, if you're listening to me talk about them at all. I absolutely love Auburn. I think they are the best team in the country right now. Obviously, they don't deserve it over Duke and Baylor right now, the one seed but or the one overall. But I think they're playing the best. They got the most complete team, the defense, offense. I they got top three draft pick and easily could go number one if he continues it. So uh, Jabari Smith. So yeah, I like SEC. I like Auburn. Yeah. So the SEC is weird because like. I feel like Auburn's one of them teams where, like, I don't want to pick them to win because it's, like, Auburn. <laughs> well, no, like, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's for, like, my, for my sake, too, since I already put that future on them to win the whole thing, I don't want them to win the tournament, the SEC tournament, because then I'll put them at a one seed. Yeah. That's, if they like, win the regular season, lose the in the tournament, they get, like, a three, four. Yeah, that's why I told you. At the worst. I said if they're a three or four, they have a better chance of succeeding yeah. than if they're the one or two. But, like, when I looked at the SEC, I'm like, I want to pick Bama, but Bama's not consistent enough. I don't want to pick Auburn because Auburn's one of them teams where like, I'm just like, I can't see them winning the regular season. I can see them maybe winning the tournament, but I'm still going to pick Auburn because I think they'll be the most consistent team technically in the, in the SEC because like Kentucky, you never know really what you're going to get with them. So I'm taking Auburn. Well, Auburn, I mean, no, Alabama, like you said, life is box chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And they, that's their whole theme to the season. So obviously you can't take Alabama and, uh, I'm taking Auburn. Just kidding. I'm taking Kentucky. Uh, we'll we'll get into why. Like when we discuss Kentucky versus UNC, I'll break down the whole game. Why I love Kentucky so much. I mean, they just play to like my style of basketball. They have an insane shooter. They got a big man down low. I just love their pieces, and I love Kentucky. But uh, I mean, I just kind of want to start some controversy here because I figured you two are gonna go Auburn. I'll take Kentucky. I mean, not yeah. I mean, they I making can, a basketball team is like the second best thing they do in that state behind making chicken. But like, really, you can't beat that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, like the Kentucky is always so good in the regular season. They always oh. do that. It's just when it comes March Madness time, if they have, they just need those yeah. superstars out of the game. But this is regular season, exactly. But yeah. the other thing too is they run the, like those top three or four, even four. You could say even say Arkansas with the experience they have. Like SEC, I think any four of them teams loaded. Could could win. Any four of them teams I could see winning. Even LSU, if you throw them in there. No, I was going to talk about LSU because LSU 
literally had so they have the best defense in the country. You look at I and mean, who would have thought from last year to this year that they turn around and have the best defense through what ten games they're in. But they just if they can find that third score because right now they have Tari Eason and Darius Days, obviously the two best players right now scores wise sixteen and fourteen, and then uh, Pinson Xavier Pinson averages ten, but he's just not like a consistent. They just don't have enough consistency at that third score. They can find a third score and they can defend like they have been right now all year. They they can easily win that conference because that's how you. We need to look, talk about this to come back in games, which LSU has done this year already. You got to stop them. Got to get stops and run the break and not let them score. It's not just about jacking up threes, and that's exactly what LSU does. That's exactly like because uh, literally their most recent game, not most recent, but against when they were losing. Yeah, losing 10, Tech. Yeah, I thought they would lose that game, but yeah, they came. I back told them the whole time like they're gonna stop them and come right back and win this thing. Like I could even see Tennessee somehow sneaking in there because like all so like bad. LSU, yeah. Auburn, Arkansas. Kentucky, Tennessee, and Alabama, all of them teams, all those six teams, they're all teams that, like, but when they're playing each other, you're not like, oh, they're going to win for sure. Like, yeah, for, no, like, the exactly. top six, I think they're all teams that, like, they could all split even during the year. Uh, back to LSU, though, like, their best player, like, Tar Eason, he's coming off the bench. I mean, he's balling out, but then you have two freshmen starting for him. They're both at ESPN Top 100, one of the same high school. I mean, I – uh. IMG or whatever, it's not even a fucking high school, it's college. But, yeah, I mean, if them guys can step up, I mean, obviously they're playing good anyway. Then Darius Days, I'll get to him later on. We're going to talk about LSU, but yeah. love that guy. They can rebound because they're the most athletic team oh. probably in the country. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, he literally told me that, and, like, literally maybe five seconds later, they had four tips. Uh, like, they, they missed everyone. They tipped it, missed, tipped it, missed, tipped it, missed, and then tipped yeah, it. They just had to stop like, everyone. And moving on from them, because, I mean, I, I love Auburn LSU. I will, yeah, we don't have to talk yeah, about we don't, You don't need to hear that anymore from me. So we're going Big Ten. Uh, I'm going to go Ohio State. We kind of already hinted at it. They are playing the best, and they got the best player in the country right now. And if you look at it, the Big Ten in general, has Trace Jackson Davis, EJ Liddell, uh, Jay Nivey, and uh, Williams, and Trayvon Williams, and then um, also Kofi Coburn. They have that six guys right there that are – could easily win player of the year right now oh, yeah. and they're all in the same conference like you should say what we want about the big 10 this year they do have like the best players in the country maybe not the best teams but players definitely and i think ohio state just has the edge on the team uh, side with liddell yeah because i can i think big 10 is kind of down this year if you kind of look at it because like obviously you have purdue and i feel like that's the fan favorite but like i feel like i for some reason purdue being the third ranked team like still just doesn't sit right with me and it just like I feel like that's not even a safe pick for me. I'm also going Ohio State because of the way they're playing now. But I want to pick Purdue, and I think Eric should pick Purdue, but I still think that Ohio State will be the better pick, honestly. Well, I mean, just looking at this, the Big Ten, obviously it's like not as good as last year. Probably Michigan's just taking a shit on us. Um, then with Illinois, I mean, looking good of late. Michigan State, not a big believer in them. Ohio State, not going to take them, even though I said – but Purdue, if they can win on the road, I think it's their conference to win. I mean, just top to bottom, I think they could beat anybody in the country like easily. I mean, like I said, if they can win on the road, it's they. I have no idea how they can't win this conference. Obviously, Ohio State, they're hot as hell. I watched uh, like a so like a bunch of their players live in the same house together, like Zed Key, Michi Johnson, all of them, and they're absolutely hilarious. Like I love all them guys, but like. I don't know. I, I just fell in love with Purdue early this season. I'm going to ride with them. Yeah, I mean, that's a great pick, too. I mean, they yeah. are a very good team. And Trayvon Williams started the last game they played. 
so yeah, over did. Edie. Mm-hmm. But, are um, they doing that off matchups or I mean I'm, I don't know if they're doing off how they're playing lately or if they're just doing the matchup but he did start last game I mean I don't know what they're I don't I can't remember how he did but I, well like when I was bringing down teams though there's so many teams in the country who have like the pretty much their best player coming off the bench and I mean if they're winning with it go ahead but yeah, like he's exactly. gonna get he plays starter, starter minutes, minutes. Yeah, yeah, so. So. wait I have one more thing to say because you said, like, how, you know, like, Purdue's got to win on the road. And that's the number one way you'll win the Big Ten is if you can win oh, yeah. Yeah. on the road, yeah. especially Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You're, like, you're not going to beat the Rutgers, like, when they play at home. So, and obviously, uh, the Rutgers. Awesome. <laughs> uh, next, we'll go on to the Big 12. Uh, I got Kansas. I know Baylor. I mean, I love Baylor. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely love that team. I loved them last year. Love them this year again. But I think, uh, in the end, you can't win an Allen Fieldhouse when Kansas has a good team, obviously those are some teams they don't play very well some years, and that's when you get them. But they don't lose at home. That's like a statistic. They do not lose at home. And if they can win all these games at home and just steal a couple on the road, I mean, they're splitting against Baylor. I can see Baylor slipping up sometime. And I just think Kansas is just too well, like too much experience on that team, like always. And their whole starting lineup is like seniors almost, it seems like. I So I just think they're the best team uh experience wise and they're gonna win all their home games and that's the biggest thing in college basketball you gotta any basketball win your home games still a couple on the road and then you're, you'll be fine yeah because then you're above 500 basically so mm-hmm. uh i really like that pick but i have to go baylor because i think that the way baylor season gonna go i think they'll end up with like i think three losses honestly and one of them is gonna be to oklahoma i don't know why they're going to lose to Oklahoma. <laughs> it's a ginger nation, that's <laughs> I, why. I, can you guys just – I just have a feeling that Baylor will lose to Oklahoma, and then they're going to lose to Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. And then and then they're probably going to lose to, like, West Virginia or, like, Texas Tech, one of them teams. And then – so I think Baylor's going to have three losses, and I think that's going to give it for them. Because I think Kansas is kind of that team where I can see them losing and getting upset, but I really don't see Baylor doing that except for maybe – once or twice, which is going to happen in a conference like this. Yeah, and they got the best coach uh, in basketball right now, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and they're the number one team in the nation right now, so it's kind of a safe thing. So I'm also taking Baylor. I mean, just watching that Villanova game, obviously Villanova, like, you can say whatever you want about them, but holding them to fucking how wasn't it? It was this insanely low-scoring game. Just got in the shorts, played unbelievable defense. Uh, the only thing I have, like, against Baylor is they might not have, like, that one guy, like Kansas does, and Ajbaji or whatever. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't stand these college names. Can't ever pronounce them. But the thing with Kansas, why I didn't go with them, I was going to, like, Remy Martin, he's been playing, like, good on the stat sheet, but I hate watching him play. And then Chance McCormack just gives me headaches. Like, I swear, he loves getting foul trouble. I, like, he just seems like he was never a basketball player. Then somebody pointed him out, and they're like, oh, you're tall. Come play basketball. And he just plays, like, I don't know. I just don't like him. Christian Braun, though, for Kansas, I'll get to him later. Absolutely love him. I mean, it's Christian Brown, but for our viewers' sake, if you see B-R-A-U-N, it's this is the guy we're talking about. But anyway, back yeah. to Baylor. I mean, Flagler the other night was hitting threes. He's not like – like his jump shot looks ugly in my opinion, but he was hitting them. Like Mayer, obviously, if he can turn it on. Kendall Brown, like him. Ken Joe, obviously. Then Cryer off the bench is a stud. But, um, yeah, I'll stick with Baylor. Yeah, I, the thing is can't – like Remy Martin, I just like it because he's coming off of – it just shows how much he – 
is kind of like invested in how they're winning because he came off of averaging 25, I think I said his last yeah, and he uh, was, podcast. He was averaging those 20, 25 and doing everything. And now he goes 10 points a game. He's at or basically 11, and he's just like being a role player at this point who if they need a guy, they're struggling, he knows how to turn it up. He's done it before, so... That's just I love uh, him as a point guard. But he plays with like a lot of emotion too, which oh, yeah. I love. But like he got into could it, could be with, a bad thing too. He got I into mean, it with uh, self early in the year. He oh, yeah. there was a scrimmage, those secret scrimmages. He like sat out. He didn't start him a couple of them just because they were kind of John uh, at each other and button heads, and then they figured it out, and now that he's playing really well. So. Yeah, he was preseason of the year, like it's preseason player yeah, of the year the last like, two years. I think. Baylor is he was better. Like Baylor is definitely like. Could be a better team. I think Kansas, they don't choke that one game there. I think I'd have them at one, but uh, it's just when Kansas is good, the Big 12 runs through uh, Lawrence. So It just sucks, though, yeah. because the Big 12, it's so many teams that can upset you, like defensively alone. I mean, these teams are nuts, and I don't know. This It's going to be awesome coming down the stretch in conference play. The other, also thing, the other thing I like about Baylor is thir- like they literally average 13, 13, 11, 9, 9, 9. And they have like a seven, so like they have multiple mm-hmm. guys. Because obviously you need the one big guy to like score, but if having six or seven guys is better than having like yeah. one and then like three other guys. Like it comes down to what Joey said though. With that, who's the guy that you want when it's a close game? Who That's can true. take over? And I think the Kansas just has that little edge for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. Uh, next we go to the Big East. Uh, I'm gonna go Seton Hall. I think uh, it could be. Maybe a popular pick right now, but what you saw out of um, Villanova and Xavier, I could see Xavier if they get their guy that they're scoring back. Their be- like the player, I forget his name right now. I, I don't know. Is he why. a bad guy? Uh, yeah, he was. Supposed um, to be- didn't they just get him back? They might have. Wait, hold Xavier. on. Uh, Xavier, I'll look it up right now. He might, they might have, but anywho, they just get smoked by Villanova. Not smoked, they lose to Villanova. Yeah, Fremantle. Yeah, 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 Fremantle. He's been, yeah, he did play. I do see he was coming back soon, but then they lose the game he came back. Would he come back against Villanova? Yeah. Yeah, and so he... anywho, it's like they have the capability to do it, but after I see them play against Villanova, I just think Seton Hall right now is playing the best and to win in college basketball, it comes down to I feel like if you have good guards. Uh good oh. guards that can score the ball. Obviously, you need bigs, but bigs, it just feels like if you have the best big guy, it doesn't seem like it works very well very often. Obviously, sometimes, like, Anthony Davis is an exception. Uh, that's off, just off the top of my head. Uh, so, I think Seton Hall's got the guards to do it. My other pick would have been Providence, honestly. Just I, was, I, I love, just I love Providence. I love Providence so much. So, that would be my other pick. I just don't feel very comfortable with uh, anyone else in the Big East right now. Yeah, I honestly don't even really have much to say. I think Seton Hall, because I'm really not that big on Villanova. And Xavier, I don't think they've really proved me, like, too much yet. And I, I don't like Villanova this year. I was also, beginning of the year, I was, like, saying, like, oh, Villanova will be fine, Villanova will be fine. But at this point, when you lose all four, like, basically every ranked game that's, like, really important, and they lose all four of them. <laughs> and it's, like, I just can't, like, like, I just can't get behind it. I think Seton Hall is going to beat Villanova, and Villanova already beat Xavier, so I think it just leaves me with Seton Hall. Uh, I love watching Big East basketball, but none of these teams are really, like, I don't know, getting me riled up for them. But the one team that I do love watching is UConn, and them getting Adamo Sinogo back is huge. I mean, RJ Cole, Tyrese Martin, I've already said last two episodes how much I love them. 
Um, I mean, like I said before, just with the other teams in the Big East, I'm just not that big a fan of them. And it's always fun watching basketball, and UConn's good, so I'm going to take UConn. Yeah, and I really, I kind of, I almost like miss them just because they're not playing well right now. I but I had, a, I had a stat later, obviously, I'll say it right now, but I think there, there are three losses this year. I told you this already. Combined 11 points. Yeah. So yeah. they're right in. Two of them came with. Two of them came, without, came without Snogo, and um, why did I forget his name again? I, I honestly yeah. just said it, but I mean, that without them, uh, Tyrese Martin and Snogo were both out. Those games, so two of those, so I mean, they're right there. UConn's definitely a team that could easily win this conference. Yeah, I kind of overlooked them because I like kind of looked towards the top, and I just completely forgot because it's it, like I didn't even see him down there. And that's definitely like if I had to pick like a two or three, they're in there. They're right with it because I think. The Big East kind of like looks like the SEC this year, where it's like those top mm-hmm. five teams drops up because like cliff. Providence, Villanova, Xavier, Seton Hall, UConn, like those and then six, yeah, yeah, drops off a cliff, and then it drops off a cliff. Like I think that's the same as the SEC. Like all, I could see all six of them teams winning. I think Providence is kind of little like mm-hmm. could just like boom or like could just be maybe they're playing good now or like yeah they, they're like a boom or bust situation right now. But I think those other five, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won it. Yeah. Uh, next, we're gonna go. Pack 12 and Jesus. this one, there's three <laughs> options. There's only three I options. So. This, if you take anyone else, you are crazy and maybe it will happen. But as of right now, I'm going to say you are crazy. I'm going UCLA. Uh, for the reason USC, uh, we kind of talked about, we talked about them last week, how we don't really know if they can win those big games, but they have won a lot of road games, not against good teams, but they've won. They're undefeated, obviously. And then Arizona, I just think they're too young to go a whole season and win the Pac-12 a whole entire year with that young of a team. Usually the only teams that do that are Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, teams like that who coaches know how to do that because that's what they, they know how to coach freshmen. That's all they get. I'm not saying Arizona's coach doesn't know how to do that, but I just think they're young. We saw them play tonight. I don't really know if that changed the mind. It changed my mind a little bit. Just how they played on the road there. So I think UCLA's most experienced, probably the most talented. They got the best player in the conference at Juzang. So I just think they the experience really is what I'm going off of with UCLA. Yeah, so I hate the Pac twelve in like every way really, honestly. I like every time they get in the tournament, I just don't trust them. I don't like he said it last year. Me and Luke were making brackets, and I'm like, it's the Pac-12. Like, if it comes down to Pac-12 or this team, you take the other team. But, but then the Pac-12 yeah. last year did it against me. <laughs> but so, like, that's another reason why I hate them. So I hate the Pac-12, and, like, USC is a team where I've said it before. Like, I don't, like, haven't, like, they haven't proven me anything yet. They're just kind of in there because, like, there's just a little bit of teams losing and stuff. And, like, Arizona, I wasn't, like, following them at all this, like, this year or anything because I was like, okay, maybe it's just a boomer bust situation. And then finally I, like, really watched, like, a full game of them tonight. And their point guard is terrible. Arizona's is. He's awful. Obviously, foul trouble made them lose. And I don't like UCLA. Like, I don't like them all year. Like, I want them to, like, I don't want them to lose. Like, I don't really care that much. Like, like you know they're going to win. They're good. But, like, I know they're going to win. But, like, I also kind of want to, like, show that, like, they're not as good as they are. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to take UCLA because I feel like, yeah, like it's you, fun cheering on Johnny Juzang. You said you don't want to see them win just to prove how good they are. But in the Pac-12, if they win the Pac-12, that's not going to prove anything. So, like, there's nothing really, there's no, like, anything. way to go here. So, I feel like. I just have to take UCLA because I watched Arizona play tonight and I'm like, their point guard is terrible. He's horrible. He was awful. Yeah. Fouls definitely hurt him tonight. I think if like they could definitely stay on the court, but that's part of the game. And then USC, I still haven't proved me anything. So I'm sticking with UCLA, I guess. 
Yeah, so, I mean, with Arizona, obviously, being young, you nailed it on the head. I mean, even their loss today against Tennessee, I it really doesn't change my mind about Arizona. But going into USC, they have three wins that I've counted all as losses. And, I mean, I love watching U- USC, but I just right couldn't see them winning this. And UCLA, I mean, when they're hitting their shots and everything, they might as well be on the cover of I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. Because, I, I mean, UCLA at the beginning of the year, I mean, going into this year, this was my team, and I'm going to stick with them. I love everything about UCLA. And, I mean, if they're freshmen, like Peyton Washington, if he steps up at all and just comes off the bench, Watson. that's huge. Or, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. He's like a top, he's a five-star off the bench, and that's because he wouldn't start because they get everyone back. It's never a bad thing to have yeah. a five-star coming no, off the kidding. bench. What do you mean by um, USC's losses? Like, What do you mean by that? I was going to uh, say it when he said it, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I was going to say, what do you mean by that? USC. Let me look here. Yeah, I was just like curious like what you like, think about that or how you – The games you thought they – Yeah. Like, you counted three losses. Mm-hmm. All right, so Washington State, they won by two. Yeah, that was a good one. They shot piss poor. UC Irvine, they won by five at home. Their shooting is bad again. And then against Temple, they only won by five, and it was just everything. They couldn't get it going. So, I mean, the, solid, I, the best teams they've played, they haven't played anybody. Those are the literally best anybody, yeah. yeah. And, like, all three of those games, they just don't. I mean, they beat Utah by 20. They beat San Diego State by 15. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we'll go ACC. I think this is almost like a WCC. Uh, same thing here, Duke. I don't think anyone's going to have a different team than Duke. Because there's not even a second team. There's not a second-best team in this conference. It is absolutely terrible. Duke is the only team that has a chance at anything because we saw North Carolina, what they just did uh, over the weekend. Um, Virginia Tech is beating them maybe at half right now. But, I mean, we've got a whole second half yet. Notre Dame maybe. Florida State's (laughs) nothing. Notre Dame is not good. They might be the next-best team. Wake Forest might be one of the best teams in that conference. Watch it. Which who would have ever thought that Syracuse is not a good regular season team. They never have been, never will be. And I mean, Duke, that's all I gotta say. Uh yeah, I mean, even if the ACC was good, I'd pick Duke because that I just love Duke, but also like you just said, I think the only other team in this conference, honestly, this year is Virginia Tech. I honestly like, no. You're looking. It's, it's terrible. There's one team ranked, and no one's close to being ranked. No, you have a number two ranked team, and then you have nothing. So what are you going to do when you have a number two ranked team and nobody else is ranked? It's not a very hard decision on who's going to win the conference, unless North Carolina just like somehow becomes good or something, or Wake Forest is just like the biggest boom ever. Because I personally think that's going to happen this year. Yeah, honestly. it's definitely Virginia Tech though. It's probably the second best team. Yeah, going with Duke. I mean, North Carolina, they, like, flashed their feathers at us like a peacock when they played Michigan, but then they fell off cliff again against Kentucky. And then, I mean, they might as well have just walked out half court with a white flag asking to surrender. So, I mean, that was the only other team that I thought Duke would even have competition with. But, I mean, they should have no problem. Just easy trails to the ACC. On the last one is... That seventh conference that is solid. They're going to lose everyone to the Big 12 eventually. It's the American, uh, so the AAC. And I'm going to go Houston. I think they are the best team. They're the best def- one of the best defense teams in the country. 
uh, can play off. They can get it, run the floor too. They're just playing so well right now. They have two losses that could easily have been gone the other way. They lose to Wisconsin neutral site by two on a bat, a guy that went down for the last shot and went to dump it wide open. Give him two more seconds on the clock, maybe one. He dumps that off, layup, they tie it, go to overtime. Instead, clock runs out by the time the ball is in midair. So they lose by two. Tough one there. Bama, another one. Controversy at the end. Uh, maybe they could have got a better shot because the guy, smart guy, throw it up with four seconds so then they can get a tip. But another close one, lose by one. Uh, beat, they got some good wins. Uh, Oregon destroyed them. They are they destroyed Oregon. They beat Oklahoma State uh, recently. Uh, Virginia handled. Obviously, Virginia sucks. Butler, they absolutely smokes up. I just think there's not really been enough another team. But I'm going to say this. Memphis, don't count them out yet because they are the, the talent is there. It's just can they put it together. So I'm going to go Houston, though. They'll edge them out at the end eventually. But don't be surprised if Memphis makes it close. Yeah, I think, like, when you think of, like, the American Conference, it's like, okay, you'll get maybe one good team out of it. But I feel like it's also the conference, like, you can't, like, overlook. Because if you look at, like, Cincinnati, like, even Cincinnati's, like, a good team. And Houston's in there. Like, Houston last year, two seed. They come out of the AAC, everybody's like, oh, we're just going to pass on them. And then they get all the way to the Final Four. Obviously, Baylor slapped them, but Baylor was one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, That's why we picked them. But, like, and then Memphis. Like, Memphis, like you said, has the talent and all that. So I think we can't overlook this conference. And I still think Houston's going to take it because I think Houston just overall is better than the competition in this conference, like Memphis and Cincinnati, obviously. So I think Houston's the easy pick, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Memphis somehow gets that spark and, like, maybe has a good season. No, I mean, I think everybody in this conference is literally saying, Houston, we have a problem, and it is Houston. I mean, I right now, like, looking at their wins and losses, I have nothing – I have no losses for Houston. I mean, going on the road to Bama, losing by one on a controversial call, then, I mean, Wisconsin, that was in, like, a tournament-type situation, which kind of sucks, but, I mean, they beat them in every stat except for free throws, and uh, Davis for Wisconsin dropped 30 – so, like, you can't really stop that when he's hot. And, I mean, yeah, I just – I love Houston. Yeah, that's uh, everything uh, I got for picks for conferences, so. Yeah, because – The good the, conferences, I, I say. Unless say. you want to do the Mountain West. I'm just going <laughs> through, kind of making sure I got them all because, yeah, other than that, there's nothing. Yeah. So, that wraps up our conference champions. We'll move on to the games that happened in the past week. Creighton versus Villanova. So Creighton, they were able to score on every level versus Villanova, whether it was in transition, like behind the arc or at the rim. I brought up Hawkins and Nemhard last episode, and they really came out to play. Yeah, uh, that's it. It was one of those that we thought, like this, I told, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or if I was just with Logan when I said it. This is actually going to be a real test for see how Villanova is. Are they what we think they are, or are they just lose to good teams? I know it's Creighton, not great team, but you're going on the road. And this is another thing. This is going to almost help Villanova out this ticker here. It's hard to win on the road in college. No matter where, no matter who you play, on the road in college is not easy to do. And to lose by this much, it was close. I watched, like, the highlights, everything. I mean, they're down nine at the break, and then they won the third quarter by three, cut it to – Six, and they just got blown out in the fourth, and then it was just like over. It was over after that. So, it doesn't say much about Creighton. It says a little more about like, Creighton's just not a good team. We like I'm not gonna 
give them too much credit for this, but Villanova, it says more about them, how they just uh, went through a gauntlet, and then this is kind of the end of it, it seemed like, and then they just lost. Or not the end of it, the beginning of their conference play, and they just got smoked. They just got outplayed. Yeah, like, it's just weird how Villanova just, like, loses this game by 20, yeah. and they can also beat Xavier. Like, yeah, it's like, it's just, I feel like Villanova, I don't know, like, they're just, like, a weird team. I think they, those big three is, like, phenomenal, but other than that, I don't really see it. And then, like, like you said, the away games, especially Big East, because Big East has basketball. That's it. That's it. Like, if you name off those life. good teams, name one of those teams that even has a football team. UConn does. It's probably the worst. <laughs> How good are they? It's, probably, it's worst. probably the worst FBS team out there. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's just, that's it's, just how the big It's just kind of weird. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Hawkins for Creighton, I'm pretty sure he had a double-double. I mean, they out-rebounded Villanova 41-29. And Nova, again, like we've been preaching it all year, absolutely no help off the bench. And, uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of Villanova, you kind of brought it up earlier versus Xavier. They turned it right around. The next game, they beat Xavier. Ed Dixon, like, finally stepped up. And Nunji, for uh, Xavier, he was nowhere to be seen this game. Yeah, so I was on my way back from uh, Kansas for this one, and I see it was Villanova's favorite by five. I mean, this is almost too easy. You got to go Villanova here. They're really telling you everything you need to know. You're gonna, you hammer them. They're winning this game by five. That's just what they come off that two bad losses, two terrible losses. I mean, obviously one was Baylor, but come back uh, to home. They were home against Xavier. It's like this is almost too easy to not pick them to cover this, and they did. They played well. Gillespie showed up. Justin Moore showed up. Uh, Dixon down low. Samuel didn't have Samuel didn't have the greatest game. But like, it's just that's what it was almost too. They were not going to lose three in a row. That's just how Villanova is. How Jay Wright is as a coach and the leadership they have with Gillespie is just wasn't going to happen. I, I like that because I feel like Villanova is like the team where you just always got to show Villanova like respect for like mm-hmm. who they are and like what their coaches and what they've done. And how they, they've always been, like, consistent. Like, even when they get in the tournament as a five or a four, they'll, like, people, like, pick them to lose right away. And they still find a way to get in. They even played Baylor close last year. So, I think Villanova, I think, honestly, this year is, like, a team where it's kind of, like, not as much as Alabama. But it's kind of a team where you don't really know what you're going to get from them week in and, like, mm-hmm. day in and day out. But, like, another thing, like, I kind of noticed so far, like, looking at stats and stuff is, like, with Samuels, Moore, and Glipsy, like, two of them have, like, a good game. And one of them will have, like, a... A pretty bad game because you can't have those three. You can't have all three guys, all three guards that are like very, very good, like all go off in the same game. It's usually like one of them will play bad and then Dixon will play good or something like that. I'm pretty sure they shot like in those two games, like almost it was like 10 of like 20 uh, or 10 of like 50 from three. Yeah, it was literally 10 of 50 from three and two, 20 of 51 in those two losses. So. A team that shoots a lot of threes, yeah, and then like Villanova, and they can make a lot of threes, are not winning like that. Even in the win they have against Xavier, they shot six for twenty-one. So it's like it just—I don't know—it just doesn't really. It's kind of confusing. The next game we have Baylor versus Oregon. So Baylor, they won a close road game at Oregon. I know Oregon being six and five, six and five at the time doesn't look like a match at all. But I mean, you can't really ignore their talent. Uh, Baylor, they like saw themselves down pretty big in the first half, but. Adam F- F- uh, Fangler or whatever. <laughs> I always say that or whatever. Like, I need, I need to quit doing that. But, I mean, he really stepped up and hit some big shots. He dropped 15 in the first half. 
And then at halftime, Kendall Brown must have drank some Flangler's uh, secret stuff because he also dropped 15 in the second half. So, I mean, yeah, like we were talking about it earlier, like Baylor, if they have that guy you can give the ball to, I mean, down the stretch, score some buckets. I mean, Kendall Brown was the guy in this game. Yeah, and they lit it up from three, 12 of 23, 52% from the from behind the arc. So that's obviously key to success there. And going back to that take earlier in the show here, we said, Baylor, can they have that guy? It's almost like feed the hot hand. That's what they, yeah, exactly that's what be it their is, guy. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing as it goes later in the season because it's going to be a different guy every night. But, any, but this is kind of what Oregon – should have been. They should be. Should have put. This is a game that Baylor was going to win. Even Oregon, the beginning of the year, Oregon's team, and they they're going to lose by about eight. It seemed like that's just how it was. So, I mean, maybe this is good flashes from Oregon here for the future, and maybe they're starting to get their thing because this is Oregon is last year. No one heard about Oregon until later in the year. They sneak in, get a seven uh seed and then beat Iowa and yeah. in the second round and then they looked really good. So I mean this maybe that's this Oregon's thing. Figure it out, play well at the end. Well Oregon played on their home court too <laughs> and their home court looks like a ginger oh, nice. with freckles. Like it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's like so bad. And I mean I don't think anybody is gonna have a good time playing at Oregon and it kinda proved it. Yeah, well, the thing I take from it is I don't know why, but for some like dumb reason, I'm like just don't sleep on Oregon. Like you never do. I don't know why. <laughs> like, like I literally, I think I had them like, I I was actually like high on them kind of going into the year. No, and I then, was. And then I I said in the in our sports group chat, I remember this, and I will admit I was wrong, but Beast put in there saying something about Oregon. I said I love Oregon. I said they returned four. Uh, other scores they lose Duarte obviously the best player and then yeah, they get a bunch nice. of transfers I mean I love Oregon they might win the conference they suck but it's not over the se- lot of season left so no, beginning of the year like UCLA like is ranked obviously whatever they were ranked two or whatever I literally had Oregon I said I think I think Oregon's gonna win the Pac-12 and they have one of the best coaches in the country Dan. oh he's a great coach and like I don't know but I feel like this is just so important for them and I want Oregon to win Honestly, the reason why I love them, too, is because they beat Iowa. And everybody knows I hate Iowa. But also, in this game, like, Baylor, like, didn't play bad. They put up. No, they put Okay, up. defensively, they gave up 70. But uh, the night, like, a few nights before that, they also held Villanova to, what, 30? Didn't even yeah. let them get 40. Yeah. <laughs> they literally had 78 points. Like, they won. They scored 78 points, and you yeah, win. I, mean, I don't think a, it's ever a bad thing. not a moral victory guy at all. I think loss is a loss. Get better. Mm-hmm. But the way Oregon's been playing this year, to lose Baylor eight and be up at half, is good. It just like makes moral like, victory. It helps like the players I'll give out them too. That. Like you go into a big game yeah. against Baylor after being a shitty season, number one Baylor, actually, mm-hmm. after they absolutely slap Villanova, and you come in and only lose by eight, and you score seventy on them, who's supposed to have such a good defense? That like just like shows everybody's like, holy fuck, we actually might be like pretty good at basketball. Yeah. So I think like this Dude, really helps Oregon. And Pac-12 sucks. Maybe we win some. That's games. what I'm also saying. Like, okay, <laughs> they come out of this game, lose this game, they go into the Pac-12. Where they might honestly, their schedule so far like might even get easier, and Still they're in a power couple five. upsets, power six. It's a Pac-12. Like yeah. you never picked the Pac-12 to win. Last thing I want to say about this game though, Thamba got in foul trouble like early this game, but like we've been saying all year, I mean Baylor having Thatchua, <laughs> I I just call him Thatchua because I Shamu Chu- you guys Shamu Ch- 
Chachua. If you guys like, look up this guy's name, you'll understand why I can't pronounce his name. But then they had the gray-haired guy that stands out like a sore thumb, Sohan, or Sochan. And, I mean, yeah, they stepped up big for these guys. I think we should just start calling him Jonathan. That is his first name. <laughs> his first name. Can All right, if we ever... Can you believe that? He's got I mean, I like calling him Thachua, though. <laughs> like, it's kind of like Giannis. Like, if Giannis' first name is, like, Dave... And like Ch- nobody would Chamu say Chachua. That's his name. Chamu Chachua. Is that actually say it? Yeah, you don't say the T. It's Chamu Chachua. How do you know that? <laughs> I heard it watching their game. Last year? Like my no. Dad. This year, you hear it. It's Chamu Chachua. I don't believe that. That's the thing, too. I, <laughs> like, I feel like when people hear me mispronounce these guys' names, like, no, I do watch them on TV, and I, like, rewatch TV. I mean... TV, YouTube, or watch it on YouTube, and I still can't get it right. So I feel like, especially college sports too, it's one of the things where like you don't like see the, their name every day on Instagram mm-hmm. or like yeah. everybody talk about it. So when you look at it, like like for example, Braun, it's Brown. Like I'm not gonna call him Brown. Like no way, no no chance I call him Brown for Kansas. Like there's no way. Next game we have Auburn versus St. Louis. I love watching Auburn play because they play to their strengths. I. Snapchat Luke yesterday I said I think I found out Auburn's offense and all it was is one of the guards gets the ball at the top of the key here comes Kessler with a high pick or turns into a pick and roll it's either one easy oop or two if it's not there they kick it out to the corner and there's Smith just waiting in the corner getting his man's helping on Walker I mean, Walker Kessler and then Smith's either got a nice three-pointer or they just swing the ball around and your defense has no idea where to go because you just got these studs running all around the court. You know, they are so deep. And uh, Kessler is starting to play into that offense. Like, obviously, when you first come to a team, you're not going to – it's going to take a little bit to get some playing time. I don't care. You can play all the scrimmages you want in the entire world. It's going to take some time. And like Joey said, if you have the guards, you have Katie Johnson is an absolute dog. junkyard dog. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, that's for Logan there. And like that's just they have a perfect team. It's it. I think I said this to Joe when he texted me that I was like, it looks like the team, the Final Four team. They're starting to get to that level, and that's kind of why they're winning. And one of the thing I said was Wendell Green, the point guard, um, in the last three, fit, averaging fifteen and seven, seven assists. He's starting to show like that glimpse of Harper, Jared Harper, when he was the starting point guard in that Final Four team. He's doing what they he needs to do to win games, and that's just how this Auburn team. That's why I love him so much. You know what those assists are from? Like strictly Walker Kessler lobs. Like, <laughs> like yeah. when I was yeah. when I was rewatching that game, I'm like, holy shit! I did not realize how many lobs they threw up to him, and it's unguardable. And you said the did you say it's the St. Louis game is over? Yep. I didn't hear. I just heard the Auburn part because <laughs> yeah, I was like looking about. at something. I'm not gonna talk about St. Louis. You were I'll talking talk about, about you were talking about Green though, right? Uh, Wendell Green. Uh-huh. Yeah, he comes off the bench, winner. doesn't yeah, he? he? No, but he plays like because he, he they have one other guy in there that like plays like fifteen minutes, and then Green Wendell comes Green off the bench with like thirty minutes. He played twenty seven minutes, and then they had it's like Cambridge. Jasper and Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge. He did those Cambridge and Jasper mm-hmm. don't play much. So, like I was, uh, what was he say? Oh yeah, about St. Louis. They had the game. Uh, smoked them coming out of the gate. Uh, in the f- third quarter, if you like it. They beat him by 14 in the third quarter. And then it's like Auburn, though. I really wasn't too worried because they just have so many guys. And it's like they're, they can lock, they're a team that can lock in on defense if they need to, and that's what they did. 
Yeah, I'm just going to help Luke out here a little with the Auburn hype because obviously they have Kessler, you have Green, you have Smith, and then if anybody has ever called a junkyard dog, <laughs> I absolutely love them. Yeah, and really honestly, wild. this is crazy, but I was kind of on the Auburn like train a little bit earlier than Luke only for the reason because of KD Johnson. I heard you him say about, like, he's a – before the game started, I beat you by like an it. hour. Yeah, <laughs> I beat him by like an hour or two. No, probably about like half a day because the next morning Luke goes, "I love Auburn," but like if you look at it, they have a guy who averaged last year. He averaged fourteen points. His name is Alan Flanagan. He has not come back yet. He was supposed to come back against Murray State. He is not back yet. So you take out Jasper or Cambridge, the two that don't play much. You fill in him, and you still bring Green Cambridge? off the bench. Is Cambridge number thirty-five? Uh, yeah. The ugliest shot I've ever seen in my life. And so, it sucks, yeah, you too. Have, have you ever seen, like, Mike? Like, the oh, yeah. the kid is named Calvin Cambridge, and I just don't like yes. that he has the last name Cambridge when he's not like Mike. Well, but no fair. disrespect to Cambridge, because you guys, this is my, that just these, makes, my, these are my boys here. That just makes death Tigers, even more but, like, <laughs> yeah. I had one more thing I was going to say about him. I totally forgot about it. Oh, oh, War the other Eagle. thing I was going to say is, say War Eagle. what's his name? I was not going to say War Eagle, no. I don't know why they say that, and I hate that. But oh my god, I can't get it pulled up here. It's um, what's his name? Jabari Smith. Or, yeah, yeah. He shoots forty four percent. He might be. The oh, he's cash. Forty four. Well, like I said he before, he just gets in that corner. Everybody, like, I mean, it's just drive and kick, and he's wide open, and, and it's, it's just cash. It's forty four percent from the corner. Like, no, he might be the number. What else could you ask for? Um, I don't want to like stay on Auburn, but like we've been hyping him up so much this year that I'm just gonna say a few more things. Like we were talking about Walker Kessler earlier. I mean, he's one of my favorite players in college basketball right now. I don't know if it's because it like reminds me of myself, but he has beautiful footwork, tenacious shot blocker, and oh, that's great shot. That, got, that scouting report I just gave you is like what my neighbors give me when I play <laughs> drive yard ball with my little brother. What the like, footwork and everything? Yeah, the tenacious oh, yeah. shot blocking ability. I, I mean. Yeah. And this is not, like, what I like to see out of Auburn playing, like, an actual opponent on the road. But if they could keep the whistle out of the ref's mouth, this is a way bigger Auburn win margin. And we hype them up so much, so they better fucking show up. No, yeah, the thing is, too, it's like, we're fucking like they you, you started off with the hype. <laughs> and I will do it every single You started episode. off with the hype, and then I kind of, like, kept riding yeah. with it. And now Joe found Joe's out. On it. So now this is an Auburn podcast. Well, like we're either, <laughs> for college basketball, anyway. We're they're not basketball. showing we're us. Bo Nix is from football. For, played there he football. just left. <laughs> but he played there. So. Yeah, but still. Uh, fuck I like how it went from like the St. Louis Auburn game to Auburn. Auburn. <laughs> Every time we talk, oh, about that's Auburn, usually how it goes. He goes Auburn versus St. Louis, and all of a sudden everybody goes Auburn. Every and we time just we talk all about Auburn, Auburn, it's gonna go to that because we just. I don't know. Let's just stop talking. Yeah, about let's for just a little bit we'll leave here. that for another. Go minute. next. Next podcast, you'll hear more. Oh, all right, so LSU, they played Louisiana Tech, maybe a rivalry game. I'm not real sure how Louisiana basketball goes, but it was much, it was a much closer game than like what the scoreboard told us. Uh, Darius Day's more like Darius Heydays on the glass because he got 18 boards at an unbelievable game. Um, it was probably because Louisiana Tech, their average height is 6'3". And obviously they got Kenny Lofton. He's, he's only 6'7", yeah. though. Yeah, he? and he's, he's – so like six, if you guys now. don't know who Kenny Lofton is, he's Louisiana Tech's, like, center, I guess. And he's pretty fucking good, but he's just, like, this short, stubby, pretty chunky guy. And he's a baller. 
But, like, it did not matter because LSU, obviously, I mean, they won this, so. I'll give this to Louisiana Tech. They are super young. I literally didn't know this. They start senior, sophomore, sophomore, senior, freshman, and then their four guys that play at the bench are all freshmen. Young and team. They're all short. <laughs> yeah, they're short. And you can't – I don't care how short, small LSU is. They're not very big either if you look at them. But the athleticism they have – if you're small, they're just gonna run all. They're gonna jump out of the gym. They're gonna run all over you, and that's what they did. Uh, I, we kind of already hinted on them. They can come back any game because of the, how good they play defense. You get stops. That's how. You, look at the look at the second half. Look, Fifteen and seven, they scored like it seven points in the fourth quarter, and that's 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 the credit to LSU's defense. There's fourth quarters in college basketball. They like, break it up. <laughs> they broke it up. It was Ken yeah. Palm. I looked but, at it too. I go. I always like yeah. Quarter, I always. I do always refer to, like, the quarters, how they like, – yeah, I said it already. I already said it in this like, podcast. I was like, third quarter, they get up, score, whatever. But they, I like how they split it up, so then you can kind of see. Because you, you can't split up halves. Like, yeah, so it's just, you don't do that. So, anywho, uh, yeah, I mean, LSU, they're like my little babies, too, just like <laughs> So, um And they play each other. Coming up. Well, they play each other. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that game. Yeah, so, I mean – Louisiana Tech though, I, they're not a bad team at all. And this, this can we talk about this court? Did you watch? I told you. Oh you know, yeah, they had oh, a, the stars and stripes. <laughs> like, wow, like America. They tried, they tried so hard to make this court like patriotic, but it just looked like almost embarrassing. It didn't fit. Like, they, it just, totally it, they just, they took the most basic court of all time and just slapped some like airplane decals and it was like even a detail inside the three point line. That's what I hate too when it's inside. It just like, it's, confuses everything. Yeah, I mean. Just yeah, bad. The only thing I can say about this is that Louisiana Tech is Kane Lofton, and that's literally every the only thing anybody knows about that. Yeah. And then LSU, I think it just helps them because like you go in and play a bad team, you're losing, and you're like, fuck, like we actually have to like play. Oh, they've done play. that a lot this year because they finally got to the point where they're like ranked, and they're like, oh shit, yeah, we're ranked, like fuck yeah. And then now they come to this game, and they're losing, and they had to like battle back. So I think it just helps LSU. No, oh, they've done that a lot this year, and it scares the piss out of me, but. It's fine. They, they end up winning. Actually, yeah. babies, you can win's a win. Right with them, no matter what. Mm-hmm. The next game we have, Kansas versus Stephen F. Austin. Wow, do I hate this school. But we saw McCormack barely even play in this game. Of course, he was in foul trouble. But I was pretty impressed with some of the minutes that, like, Lightfoot played in relief. I mean, Stephen F. Austin did really good, uh, I mean, down low. But Christian Braun, not Brown, <laughs> Go watch this game, please, because he was absolutely unbelievable on both sides of the court. Um, you love to see that when Abaji, Ajbaji doesn't score 30 points a night. Like, to see Braun step up like that, like, he just played unbelievable. Yeah, no, everyone everyone stepped up in this game, and Braun, good. <laughs> uh, he, he is a, he's a bucket. Like, you watch him play, he just does everything. Like, he actually is, like, all over the floor at all times. Defense, offense, run, runs the break really well. And it seemed like they, they got out to an early lead, so it's like this game was never close because they won by eight. But you look at the <laughs> <general laughs> chart, like a chart that shows, like, the game uh, summary. All Kansas. Like, yeah, which, like it wasn't even a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, Kansas controlled the game the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. I just like because I'm on my phone right now. It's just kind of confusing, but I just randomly stumbled across that Braun leads him in rebounds. He per game. On defense, oh, I don't like McCormick. On defense and everything, he's Braun like here. he's like a big guard, but like he just 
he does it all, and I love it. I mean, because everybody – you see a white guy for Kansas, a guard, and you're like, oh, he's probably just a shooter, but he does it Everything, all. And he's yeah. like an elite shooter too. I'll like, give you that. But, oh, my God. He's my favorite player. I mean, Ashbaji is obviously fun to watch because he's a bucket too. But No, because he has like a strap, and like his like passing is really good. And then like he doesn't always score 30 because somebody else will, and then randomly he comes in and drops 30 ball. I'm like mm-hmm. – and it's not Brown, it's Braun. If anybody says, <laughs> if anybody ever comes up to me and goes, Christian Brown for Kansas, I'm no. like, who? Wait, who? What, like, who? Like, I don't know who that is. It's, it's Braun. Next game we have Kentucky versus UNC. Here we go. So, oh, fuck, my computer. All right, so Luke said he wanted to see Ty Ty step up in a big game, and he didn't. <laughs> but you know who did is Severe Wheeler. Played absolutely phenomenal. He's my Dapper Dandy baby of the week. If you don't know him, he's a guy from Kentucky who who looks exactly, or like he plays exactly like Isaiah Thomas. Just a little guy out there, plays his heart out, and he's (coughs) unbelievably good. Transfer from Georgia. You know, I mean, a lot of people see him transfer from Georgia. Well, Katie Katie Johnson. Yeah, Georgia could have. Well, too bad they have Dwight Schrute coaching Edwards, them basketball in Georgia. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I want to see Ty Ty step up. He didn't, like, he yeah, but they have Severe Wheeler, yeah. and he's an absolute so animal. Um, it's right, right when we think we have Kentucky, like, okay, they're not that good. They have every team they play, good team they play, they haven't beat. And then we're like, North Carolina, starting to figure it out. Both of those takes went to fucking rest in this game. Holy shit. What the hell happened yeah, no. to lose by this much? Thirty ball, get thirty ball, when you're on neutral on a neutral court, and you're supposed to be a a blue blood. It's ridiculous. Honestly, I I just I hate Kentucky for that reason. Like I throw them. We we had them. I literally they went from like finally like I just randomly one day realized I'm like holy shit like these guys haven't lost in a while like why are they not ranked higher and I'm like I'm like no because it was at the time the only loss was oh, the yeah, Duke yeah. their only loss was the Duke I'm like how do you have them ranked so low and you have I'm teams losing to like there was teams losing to like Iona and shit and all of a sudden I throw Kentucky to like I, I think I hit them top four. five and Luke in one week goes from four <laughs> to out of his rankings yeah and like that's the team they are and it made me that mad it wasn't that they like deserved it they just pissed me off that much yeah and then Ty Ty Washington I don't give a shit everybody hypes him up haven't seen it yet in a big game. Never will. I don't think. I ever, oh no! Yeah. I don't think I ever will. I just no. haven't. Seen, I love the way he, like just the way he looks. Like you know, you just look at a basketball player like holy shit, like bucket. But he looks like that, and he should be that, but he's not. And then Tashibwe, I don't think we're gonna talk about the game that they had tonight. But did you see how many rebounds he had tonight? Oh yeah, how many? <laughs> Twenty eight. Yeah, he had more rebounds than the other team. He averages. He's addicted. He averages to sixteen and fourteen. If you're, yeah. if he's in the draft. You need you. Why would you got not to, yeah. want a guy who can get you that many rebounds a game? It's Andre Drummond on steroids. He okay. He averages fourteen rebounds. I feel like that's not right. I feel like he should average more. He should average yeah. at least twenty rebounds. Well, a game. I mean, is it even updated since last game? I don't that? think maybe it no, is. There's no, there's no way you can't you can't put up twenty eight rebounds. How many games has he played? It Did says he's played you? ten. Ten. I think. Um, yeah. I'll. He's probably had a few games in there where he made. There's no way. No, he always has rebounds. Kentucky though. No, they haven't. Is they have ten games? He's played eleven. So they don't even have 28 in there. He's averaging like 15 or 16 boards. He so, almost has more boards than points. <laughs> and he's averaging 16. He did tonight. He did 28 and 14. No, I'm saying average. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with Kentucky, though, I mean, I was hyping up earlier. I said I was going to talk about him later. 
Uh, Duke game, if you look at that Duke game, it was the first game of the season, not. Mm-hmm. And it was foul trouble. I mean, otherwise, if they didn't get in foul trouble, I think Kentucky honestly could have won this game. Then Notre Dame on a Hall of Fame night, you're going to you're gonna lose. The last, uh, I think it was eight guys who got their jersey retired at Notre Dame, They the other team lost that game. And, I mean, it's just luck of the Irish. I mean, I putting this game away... I oh and Keelan Grady, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> Keelan Grady is what pays the bills here. This guy's unbelievable. I if you're ever bored, go look up Keelan Grady. Just highlights. He just wet from three. Just everything. He's got like when his hand is hot, he's just playing with confidence. Everything unbelievable. Yeah, he's shooting the best he shot uh, in his career. I mean, Davidson, he was sitting around thirty-seven. And now he's shooting 47 from three. Which, so. obviously, when you're at Davidson, you have to shoot more. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say something. Um, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. The first game when they played Duke, if you watched it, Kentucky took the worst shots I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. No, it I remember like, talking about that. Year, it was embarrassing. And they still only lost by eight. Yeah, and like uh-huh. I even said, I'm like, Duke's turn the ball over. So I think if they rematch, like if they played again and Ty Ty actually showed up maybe, I think it'd be like a really fucking good game. Like you, there's no wrong answer when you pick. Yeah. Another uh, Keelan Grady is right now in the nation second in offense rating. He just oh, I, just like, tonight did, did he or yeah how much did he have tonight? Just tonight he had twenty three points, six for nine from three. Yeah, seven for ten from the field. And literally, Strap. the one yeah. time he came around a corner and caught the ball, I think he might have took like one or two dribbles. And I li- and I go strapped, and Luke Luke kind of like looks up. I go, literally, Keelan Grady came around, was open, and I literally just yelled strap, and he made it. Well, did you see him? He was like backpedaling back down the court after he made a three, and just a smirk on his face. I'm like, this guy, because yeah, he, probably he's got the confidence. Like yeah. he played at Davidson and averaged twenty, like every, seventeen actually, so a little less. But he averaged seventeen every single year. Like it's not like he doesn't know how to score. The next game we have Providence. They upset UConn. I mean, Providence. They feasted down low with UConn. Like Sonogo is out, so that's obviously huge. Uh, UConn had many chances at the end of the game to win this, but missed some huge threes to seal it. Uh, this UConn crowd though was absolutely bananas the entire game. I tip my cap to Providence for not for it not getting to them. And uh, yeah, I mean, if UConn has Sonogo. It's a totally different conversation. We might not even talk. Or I get, Providence is playing pretty good this year, but still, I mean, I think with UConn getting Sonogo back, this we won't have like games like this anymore. I don't know. I could be wrong though. Uh, Providence, yeah, played really well. Obviously, Sonogo is not playing. That's huge for them, and you get Tyrese Martin back, so it's a huge addition. You're starting to get back into it, but Providence is playing out of their mind right now. They're a really good team. Their only loss, it... Oh, shit. I just lost it. Virginia. Um, that's bad. But <laughs> they got smoked by Virginia. Some teams, but, I mean. yeah. I, but, like, look at their wins. They beat Wisconsin. And we thought, okay, Wisconsin sucks. They're not good. Like, they're not a bad team at all. Wisconsin's, like, hovering around rank. They're ranked, I think, right now. And Texas Tech's a really good win, too. Vermont's a, not a bad... That's a pretty good win. Vermont's not a bad team at all, either. And then, obviously, UConn, so... Credit to Providence more than we're gonna more than discrediting UConn for not having Sonogo. I'm gonna give the credit to Providence for winning this game because I think everyone probably thought UConn was gonna win this one. I don't. I know it was at or was that it was at UConn. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of people probably are on that side, but I mean I think Providence is a good team. So shout credit to them for playing well. I'm not gonna take anything away from you. Well, did you guys kind of call it too? I like said something when we brought up this game, like looking ahead. We said 
we like UConn to win if Snow was back, mm-hmm. but yeah, Providence is no like sleeper, and we're just like, yeah, like I think we all agreed on that. Yeah, that and was something. Sure, shit, we were right. Everybody's pick was kind of like if Snowgo plays. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise it, was, it was we Providence. pick or we just didn't even pick because we didn't. Yeah, pick. exactly. The way I looked at it was like for right now, if Snowgo's not playing, plus like they've had other injuries, like we can't even like discredit UConn for anything they do when everybody's hurt. Yeah, because like they. Obviously, really like, good. you lose some big pieces, and it's, like, it's not that – like, it's hard to come back from that. And I was just looking at the stats this game. Where like I at? told you, I said – I put them out of my rankings, like, top 25 this week. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think they're ever going to get back in it. I just look right now they're not. Yeah, that not was – I remember team. I told you that. I go, they'll drop out, but then once they get back, they could they're end not up top, back in. They're they not could, just right now they're not a top 25 team, but I think they'll get there. Yeah, I thought – that's what I was kind of thinking because I'm like, eventually they go out top 25. They can easily get right back into our top 10 if they get everybody mm-hmm. fully healthy back. And then, like, you look at this game, and UConn's bench had four points. Like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, that hurts. Like, yeah, the bench is pretty good. They have a solid bench, too. Like, what's his name? Polly or Polly or whatever? He hasn't done shit since the Auburn game. Yeah, every every game we've seen that he had a good, like, a good matchup, like a big game, he has not done shit. And then, I think it's just a great win for Providence. They've had three good wins. The loss they have against Virginia, obviously, losing to Virginia, like, ever since, like, Guy and all them left, like, you lose to Virginia, you're like, fuck, like, they suck. But, like... Losing to Virginia is a lot better than some of these teams' losses to, like, when Alabama loses to, like, Iona. Like, I'd rather lose yeah. to Virginia than an Iona or, like, a Dayton. Like, but I don't, I, don't think, I, I don't think so. You don't I, think Iona's better than Virginia. Okay, you can say Iona. That was just the first one I thought yeah. of my head. But, like, a Dayton, Kansas losing to Dayton. Yeah, or Dayton's uh, supposed to be really bad. Like, those, or, like, Kentucky losing to Notre Dame. <laughs> I go by that. <laughs> no, because Notre Dame is better than Virginia. Notre Dame no, sucks. I wouldn't say that. Well, yeah, we're not, I don't want to talk about these shitty teams. Oh, yeah, we don't, why are we, don't <laughs> know we're discussing what team's worse? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, the next team we have, Gonzaga versus Texas Tech. So I was extremely impressed with Andrew Nemhardt's performance in this game. A lot of this Gonzaga team was relying on their front court. I mean, like, during the majority of, this, <clears throat> majority of the season. But in this game, we saw, like, the exact opposite, and it still worked very, very well. I mean, the size alone from Texas Tech is probably, like, their defense, I mean, is probably why we saw this. But a 14-point victory over a ranked opponent is, like, very convincing that, like, Gonzaga, I think they're back. Yeah, no, this this is one of those games where it really does. Uh, you needed it. You needed to win big. Uh, just for, like, a confidence standpoint from Gonzaga, Gonzaga fans, Gonzaga uh, riders, really, because you need it. They've been struggling against these good teams, and Texas Tech is no slouch at all. They're right around the 20 to 30 range in the rankings so uh to win this big is huge and say what you um Nemhart is their key if he's playing good he's running the offense he's not even scoring necessarily passing the ball games in stuff they win games it showed when they won against texas and all those early wins they had against this, those teams when he plays well they play well and say what you want about chet Oh, uh, not being able, not scoring a lot. He averaged 13 still. Not showing up in big games. He gets rebounds. He gets blocks. And not all. it's not all about blocks. It's about altering shots. Too. Oh, yeah. You go yep. into the paint, floaters. You might not even shoot them because you see it. You all, Just altering shots in general. Chet is a, a stud. You need you want him on your team. Uh, obviously, that's why he's the number one, uh, was the number one player in the nation because he can do everything. He's not going to put up the flashy number, like, points, but he does everything else. So that's, I think, their keys. Timmy's going to get his, which he didn't this game. He only had seven, but 
if Nemhard plays well and Chet plays well on the defensive end and rebounds, they can beat anybody, and they are the best team. Or one of the top three teams. They will be. Like, yeah, yeah and there. I know Chet, what do you have, like six points? I don't even know. Seven. But I know. I or no, five. Yeah, five. One of his... One of his points, he came down the court and just pimped a three and, like, just made it look completely flawless. He only and shot. He shot 0 for 1 from 2 and 1 for 3 from 3. No, but just to see him just see him do that, it was like, all right. Like, yeah, look, Chet, like, if they need mm-hmm. to, like, you just... One, number one... Well, sorry, I haven't talked yet, Logan. But number one recruit in the country oh, coming in and supposed to be the number one pick, only taking three, four shots? That's got to show some, like, Dude. maturity already. So, I liked Chet going into college, but once he get like, once he said he was going to, like, go to Gonzaga is when I hated him. Yeah. Because I don't like Gonzaga. So, like, it's just, like, a thing, like, mm-hmm. I just don't like him. But, like, I think they're using him wrong, honestly. And no, I, think, I don't. Yeah, I, think, to, like, I think he has more skills than, like, what they're making mm-hmm. him do. I don't think he's a guy they, you yeah. put into the block, like, on the block or near the block. I think he's a guy maybe short corner the farthest he goes in unless he drives in or goes for a rebound. I don't think he's a guy you put him in the post and There's expect him. Down there too. Or even set a ball screen. I don't even think he's like that kind of guy. I think he's the guy you dish it off to because he's 7'3". You get him the ball, he can, he can shoot. He can body people too. Like Just because he's skinny, like he can shoot, he can mm-hmm. body people. You have him short corner and you drive and he's in the way, fine. He takes a few steps back, he goes to three-point line in the corner. How is that a bad thing? And especially yeah. if Nemhard's driving and he, with and Jimmy check, on a pick and roll. Yeah, check and shoot. Yeah, and like I even said it last year, I think Nemhard. I'm like, dude, Nemhard is like unbelievable passer. Like he's insane. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, cause like you watch Suggs play, I'm like, Suggs is obviously the scoring guard here. And then I saw Nemhard. I'm like, Nemhard's here. And I don't even take back that I picked Texas Tech because they made a range from three though too. Texas Tech, that helps. Hey, so <laughs> Alabama does that. That's one of yeah, Alabama no, lines. No, yeah, I'm just saying. But like I honestly, I don't think I think Texas Tech's gonna be a pretty scary team in the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, Texas Tech's good. And like, uh, the thing like Gonzaga. What really stands out to me is Timmy only shot four shots and Chet only shot a number one. So Timmy, a guy that you want, is going to average 20. He's going to get his numbers. Mm-hmm. Only shot four shots. You think, you talk like one about Timmy too, hit, like how much everyone hates him because of his ego and shit. Only taking four shots uh, well, that's, in a game you're winning by a lot. That's what I was saying though. I mean, like when I brought up this, maturity, it's like, though, what is they're... They completely, like, threw whatever they had game plan-wise, like, going in every game. They just threw it out the window, did, like, pretty much the exact opposite. And everybody the entire year was like, oh, Gonzaga, like, yeah, they got Chet, but they don't have Jalen Suggs. And they're like, they need somebody like Suggs. I mean, if Nemhard can, I mean, do, what, like, three quarters of what yeah. Suggs can do, but then adding Chet... Like Bruce a rim defender, is a huge ad for a guard too for Iowa mm-hmm. State. He was Iowa State's think... best player last year. Obviously, they won two games. But yeah, he's but been, like that's probably why he Hickman's left. another guard off the bench. Yeah. Well, and Hunter Salas, he was ESPN top sixteen or he's sixteen. Yeah, and like he's, he's coming off the bench too. Like if they could somehow yeah. get him, I mean, Hick- Hickman's a top uh, recruit too. I think he's a five star, four star on the edge there, and he's playing really well off the bench. And he's a that's another guard so. Yeah, I just think that just shows how good they're just going to keep getting. Like, they ha- they're they always mm-hmm. so good, and then, like, they have five stars that come in that don't play, so then they're just there the next year with experience. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, yeah, 
Nemhard, he's not going to be Suggs scoring no, wise. No, yeah, he never will be. Like, running an offense, but like pass. running an offense, passing, just like if I watch starting the break, like, starting the break, starting the break, crazy. He is so good. At no, that. you get in the ball. Gonzaga and... on a break is very scary, yes. and that's how they win games because that's why they score so much. And like when I see they only score, they run. What was it? They run. They For run. some reason, when I see Gonzaga score anything under eighty, I'm like they play like shit. Yeah, Gonzaga they... always scores <laughs> over eighty, and it's like they run the break so well because. It they play defense exactly because like, against Bama they scored eighty two against Texas they scored eighty six against UCLA they scored eighty three and then I can't find those the Duke like game. those big games yeah I don't know where the Duke games at I don't know if it's just not on here it's not on my phone right there eighty four they put up eighty every 81. game I think that's the first time they didn't score eighty all year like so they only scored six they still win and now they get to coast through the year yeah, now yeah literally, I bet yeah. They, I bet someone not. Someone clips them though this year. One of those I bet teams in their conference. It will be. Does it will them. be tournament. It won't be regular season. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see one of those teams clipping them on a bad, catching them on a bad night, catching them on a good night. It's just they almost lost last year, so. Mm-hmm. But. The next game we have Texas. They went close versus Stanford. I mean, is it just me or is Texas like just as mid as it gets? Like I, I just like the whole year. I just haven't felt like falling for like anything that like Texas given us I don't know I like I've been waiting my socks are still on and they're waiting to get blown off by Texas <laughs> and that's a problem like they what are they coming into the year ring seven or something yeah and I love and, them love like them. I know I know like there's there's plenty of reasons for somebody to love Texas I mean just their experience alone but it's like I don't know it's just what, not working for me right now what stands out to me the most about Texas so last game we talked about them Andrew Jones was coming off the bench. I'm pretty sure Trey Mitchell wasn't starting. Yeah, because Marcus Carr and Christian Bishop were starting. So then the next game, it showed Andrew Jones was off the bench. Now Andrew Jones is starting. Trey Mitchell's starting. Marcus Carr comes off the bench. Christian Bishop comes off the bench. I think they're trying to figure out what their lineup is, who's their starters, who's going to be their bench. They're they're figuring it out yet. I know we've been saying that, and you say that about teams that should be good. You say, like, okay, they got, they'll figure it out. Look, literally look at the line. Devin Askew's another one. Did not start. He sucks. To start the year. Now he started this game somehow. It's just, literally, the evidence is there. They're trying to figure it out, and when they do, watch out. Well, I mean, Trey Mitchell, like, you brought him up. He's actually playing really good as a starter. Timmy mm-hmm. Allen, obviously, is, like, the core of their team. Then Andrew Jones brought him up off the bench. Even he's a stud. Then who they've been missing like huge is Dylan. Is it Disu? Yeah, something like that. I mean, Someone he actor, yeah. he came from what's called uh, Van- Vanderbilt. Yep, I was, oh, I was thinking I'm like, what's that baseball school? But yeah, he averaged 15 there. Then I think he only got like two games or something this year. Played great in them. I mean, getting him back's huge. But like, like I said, I mean. For Texas, of all their big games, I have, like, all three of them as losses. I mean, this Stanford game, I know you're not a big moral W guy or whatever, but Gonzaga by 12, like, that just happens. Seton Hall losing by – or do they win or lose by four? I don't know, but they couldn't hit a three and all that. And they then, lost Seton Hall. Then uh, Stanford, that just winning by seven, I just don't like that. The thing that I could see, like, with Texas – I just randomly looked it up and I saw Marcus Carr's only averaging like eight points. That is, yeah. like the, that is the last thing I would have I would have saw like from this year. And then honestly, you say like they're gonna figure it out, but I think it's gonna be an organ where it's like they might get in as a seven yeah, to ten seed. A scary, scary, run. scary, very scary. But the thing is, I could see them getting like 
I just counted. I think I could see them getting seventh in the Big 12 during the regular season. Yeah. Because Baylor, Iowa State even, even West Virginia, mm-hmm. Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. Texas, yeah. That, that means they can but they so can land seventh, maybe six. Yeah, because it depends when they get there. Yeah, because it could be too late in the Big Twelve. We we talked about. I said Walker Kessler is starting to get into form, mm-hmm. and I, Katie Johnson transferred in, but he was like whatever. And then another transfers. I literally just had some. Any other transfers you think about? We talk about all the time how transfers have to get into the thing. They have one, two, three, four, five, six transfers that play. That's going to take – you take one transfer to get in. It takes – took him 10 games. Six transfers get, might take him all year. We don't know. And all these guys – I said it earlier. Timmy Allen, Utah, law, losing school. Trey Mitchell, UMass. UMass, losing school. Devin Askew, Kentucky, terrible last year. Marcus Carr, Minnesota, either. not that good. Christian Bishop, um, uh, Creighton, they were solid. And then Disu. Vandy sucks. They're losers. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Bishop, Bishop might have been the only one that knows yeah. what it was like. So you, so you say play like a second or third role when they I get think. in the tournament, they could be scary, but they don't know how to win in the tournament. But the thing is, their talent Beard is there. Does. That's the thing I'm Chris scared Beard about. Can win. And that's the other thing. That's Chris, what I was gonna say. Chris Beard in the tournament, and I just feel like it's gonna come down to the end, and they're gonna be like, "Shit, we gotta protect this." <laughs> like we got, you have to get them in there. They're so exciting. Like if they would play good, I'd have one at all. Just because they'd be so exciting because they literally have... They were like my favorite team. They'd have like five or... Yeah, and I was riding with him. Because, you know, sometimes Luke puts words in your... He just like gets it in your head and you're just like, holy shit, like... Wow, yeah, like he's right. But then every time he talks to a team, they lose. So. There's another game where we did not talk about Stanford and why would we? Yeah, but it's just like... It's one of those things where we like... We only talk about it because it's... You know? It's only because like Texas somehow played close with Stanford. Mm-hmm. The next game we have... Alabama loses to Davidson. So... <laughs> Yeah. Davidson said, anything you can do, I can do better. I mean, Bama should have won at the end, but Jelly, Jelly Fam Javon choked at the line. I mean, he could have brought that in the OT. They could easily won. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm going to talk about Davidson a little bit. I don't know if anybody has been paying attention to the Davidson, but they could very easily be undefeated. Like, oh, All right, so they lost to San Fran, which is, I guess, pretty, a pretty solid, a solid team. Solid yeah. And then they lost to New Mexico, which New Mexico's point guard, you should check this guy out. His name's Teddy Allen, but Teddy. he does not look like a Teddy. He looks like he came from the hood. He's neck tatted out and everything, and he I'm pretty sure he went off this game. But anyway, yeah, I mean, they're looking at his face right now. If you guys can, go Google Teddy Allen. He's huge. For, uh, I think I remember him. They have a picture of him in Nebraska. But yeah, I mean, in Wichita State. In West Virginia. Davidson, they can light it up from three, and that's what they did. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you guys can take over Alabama. You want a household about. name. He's going to talk Get about Get used you know. to this. There's no more Steph Curry oh, shit. Davidson. It's there, a new game. It is. And you, they lost, what's his name from Kentucky? Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can't Anywho. Grady. Grady. <laughs> Grady. Yeah, Grady. Hyunjung Lee. Oh, yeah. Bucket. Absolute strap on him. Bucket. He shoots lights out from three, and this guy, I don't know where he came from, but he, he what do you have, 17 this game, four of eight from three, he's a bucket, that's another guy, I mean, this is weird, we're just talking about Davidson right now, but, um, <laughs> best team in their division as of now, but I'm saying like, now we'll go to Alabama though, great for Davidson, I mean, they're playing really well, Bama, um, 
Where's he at? Shackelford had 20 this game. I think we'll get to his other game. I guess I shouldn't brought him up. But, yeah, you said Quinterly missed that. This is a team when they get down, like they didn't, they kind of got down. And to get to come back, you need stops. And Bama can't get stops. You can't win. You're not going to win throwing up, jacking up threes. It's just not going to happen. You need to stop, get stops, play defense. And they just have not done that. So, until they do that, they're not looking good right now. I think Bama is a team where they don't give a shit. They are the team where they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to go out there and play and, score more and hope we make threes. <laughs> yeah. They're no, not the, yeah. And they that's why they're a box chocolates. They come out there like, why would we play defense when I could just pray that we make threes? Like, that's and what they do. They have not and made they threes. don't give a shit about anything else. I just realized something. You know how we say Alabama is like a box chocolates? Yes. That quote is from Forrest Gump. You know where Forrest Gump played college football at? Alabama. Alabama. Holy shit. I got one more thing but, to say about Davidson after you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, it's about <laughs> young Jung Lee. He's actually from Yolk, South Korea, by the way. And he is 6'7". Do you know that? Shout out, shout out Mitchell Brandt. 6'7", 210. And fun fact, if you th- okay, you think of Steph Curry, you think of 50, 40, 90, right? Like 50, 40, 90 club, right? Yeah. This man has done that. Like, okay, actually, 85 and 85 from free throw. But free throw is not the porn part. He's been, he's been 50, 40, 90. Like, this year, he's 51, 41, 85. And the year before that, he was 50, 44, 90. He is... Fuck Steph Curry. Well, college. look at Davidson's the whole roster. Lead, they the all jack up threes, and they oh, all make them. Funny thing. Like, I'm going to lead the score. He averaged 18 a game. This man right here, look, just beat Alabama. And he yeah. starts. He starts. <laughs> See that guy? Yeah. Look up, Sean... <laughs> He's from New Zealand. Where are all these guys wanna, foreign? No, guys. One of them's from New Zealand. Austria. They have an Austria kid who starts. Where's Where's Davidson at? North Carolina? If it ain't foreign, it's boring. And that's Davidson's. Right? Davidson's what? in North Carolina, right? I don't no, know. No, it's in... I don't it's in one of the Carolinas, not. Well, anyway... If you're listening to this good. and you ever live in Davidson... One of these guys, like, this whole roster, they'll give you great financial advice and shit like that because they'll not be playing basketball when they're older for the most part. But, yeah, like we said about Alabama, what I was going to say about Alabama, since that win over Gonzaga, Alabama played Houston. They won, should have lost. Memphis got smoked. Jacksonville State almost lost. And now we're at zero in that game. Yeah, and now Davidson, like, Davidson has Tennessee next. Or no. Or no, okay. Bama does. Bama has Tennessee next. Duquesne. Actually, they won by 100 tonight, pretty much. No, but the thing, like, with Alabama also, if you go earlier into the season, they give up 88 points to South Dakota State. They give, like, they beat South, they beat South Alabama by five. They, like, they smoke Oakland. But, like, Iona, lose. Drake, they lose, they win by nine. That was a good game, though. That was a good game, But Drake is the best team in Iowa. We can all agree on that. (laughs) Um, Okay, obviously they slap Miami, but Miami is Absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. And then after all those weird ass games where they're barely being these non power fives, non power six, they somehow non power eight, <laughs> they somehow come in and beat Gonzaga, Houston, back to back games. And then they're yeah. like, "Holy shit, they're gonna beat Memphis, rank number one." No. Like I was like, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're like rank number two. Baylor's defeated. And all of a sudden, they play Memphis, they get their asses kicked. And then they go play Jacksonville State, almost lose. Play Davidson, and like Davidson's like that's actually like a pretty good loss because how young John Lee is a fucking bucket. So. Yeah. Six seven absolute sniper fifty forty ninety. That's basically all. That's all Bama for right there. Box chocolates. Then I think this last game, but Tennessee they just played Arizona at home, and or well, Tennessee is at home, and Arizona lost. I mean, a bonus Sabunis. I, I mean, that's what I call him, it's just because it got a nice ring to it. 
But he's leading scorer for Arizona. This guy's a bucket, too. Um, he scored zero, like, the entire game. He just got in foul trouble. I mean, that's the whole reason why Tennessee won. I mean, Tennessee still almost lost this game. I love Tennessee, but that's the thing. That's the big butt there. That's just yeah how it goes. I think Arizona wins if they stay out of foul Easily. trouble. It's that simple. You have five. They're starting line up. Five fouls, five fouls, four fouls, five fouls, four fouls. Three and, starters. and it wasn't like they had to foul at the end of the game. They did that twice. They all they, they were like, like tied. They were winning. They were tied. It was like they were tied, losing, tied. It was one of those situations. So it's like it's not like they had to foul for the last minute. They fouled for the last like twenty seconds. They just couldn't catch a break. It was just bad game. But the biggest thing that I take away is we talked how much they looked like they were all seniors when they played Illinois. They did not know how to handle Tennessee and take good shots and take care of the ball, not foul at the end of the games, and that technical. So that they had, it's just they didn't look like a very mature team at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares you about Arizona. They they just did not look like they could pull those games out like uh, veteran teams can. The thing that I took away from it, because when I watched this game. They looked like, like a freshman team. They I watched the game, yeah, and I was like, Arizona sucks. But they mm-hmm. lost by four. To Tennessee. Yeah. In a game where I'm like, these guys suck. Because Arizona's point guard, what is his name? Or is it... It's his uh, The Kerr. Okay, he actually comes off the bench, but he played 25 minutes. Is it this guy? Well, they yeah, had foul Kerr. trouble again. No, it's not Kerr. Kerr. was the one that it's, got the stupid no, technical. Yeah. The one with the headband. The white guy yeah, with the headband. That was him, wasn't it? Kerr? No. Was yes, he's the one that got the stupid be. technical yeah. again. Oh, it just, it's not on here for some reason. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's horrible. He's terrible. You watch him dribble. He couldn't dribble. Yeah. He's also the one that took the bad he shot. Point guard. He took a he took a pull up with how much time left? Maybe one, one thirty left with like his his first not, name's Kerr. Why was it on his jersey? What's his last name? Cru- oh Cru- yeah. Cru- All Cru- right. Cru- I was gonna say because yeah. I was, but, I was, he, but on the back of his jersey is Kerr. Yeah, it does. Yeah, he looks different in this picture too. Because okay. but dude, that Hit shot in the night, horrible but, shot, yeah. bad technical. Shot three of ten from three. I think the only good thing that you can say Arizona like you can look at is they played absolutely terrible, got absolutely exposed, like shown like somebody showed that they were freshmen mm-hmm. and they still only lost by four. And plus, like like you said, how like they didn't follow at the end. There was probably seven, ten minutes left when they showed the stat up and they had four guys I think with four fouls. Yeah, it was just not and, good. and I don't think three of them were and playing. they still only played three guys off the bench. And then so. I think with like seven to six <laughs> or five minutes left around that range was when yeah. their big guy fouled out, like Coloco or whatever. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You guys out here just running and hacking, that's all they were doing. Yeah, just a bad game overall. What I mean, what's kind of scary with Arizona, though, Wichita State, they win by four, but they go in the overtime in a neutral spot. Then they play Michigan, they win by 18 in a neutral spot, too, but Michigan went one for 14 from three. And, I mean, obviously Michigan's terrible, but, like, how big of a win is that at the end of the day? And then you look at the rest of Arizona, and it's – like the rest of the people they played, and I mean, yeah, I think Arizona's a good basketball team, but like going into what's it called Pac-12, I mean, they might have some trouble with like the upper dogs mm-hmm. and that. Yeah, for sure. And um, the one game, I guess I'm done with this one. Are you guys this game? Yeah. I just want to say, you said that was the last game. How the hell does Arkansas lose to Hofstra? <laughs> Holy shit! Just realized that. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to talk about it, but how the hell? They well, suck. Like, I've, been, I've been saying, I just don't like yeah. Arkansas. You asked I mean, us I when we had the ranking. We had yeah. our rankings. We had them at like 10, 
And you're like, well, I just don't. You said you didn't get the hype around Arkansas. Yeah, now I understand. We didn't have like a real reason to yeah. besides like losing. they were undefeated and they had experience. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm like, that's all you losing really need. Moses Moody from last year. What he was. So that's great. what I was gonna say because I mean, everybody's, uh, you know, talking about the Gus bus, blah blah, and I'm like, well. <laughs> I mean, it really helps when you have Mo's Moody. And, yeah. Oh, 100% yeah. did. And they don't I mean, start, they have Note, but like, that's they, it, I mean, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But. They didn't start Note or Chris Likes. Chris Likes never starts, but Note didn't start this game. He had 20, and then no, Likes had 19 uh, in this game. But Why Note not start? I don't know. Because he's, he's a senior. He started last I year. I swear he's, like, their best player, and he plays great on both sides of the court. Yeah, but why would yeah, you start I, that? Why would you want to start someone who's really? Good I don't know. I mean, I don't want to question <laughs> yeah. the must bust, but I don't want to question the must bust. You shouldn't bus, lose but to if Hofstra. You're going to bench somebody and then lose to Hofstra. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I really don't. That's <laughs> it. I don't even want to talk about that. Just embarrassing. They should not. That's yeah. Gross. <laughs> all right, so I mean that wraps up all the games we have today. But I mean, we're currently watching the Duke Virginia Tech game go down, and Duke's only up by nine at home which is kind of a problem here. But uh, we'll let you know what happens when that game's over. There's two and a half minutes left, so we'll get you there. But for the upcoming games, we have – all right, by the way, forewarning, COVID has hit college basketball really hard this year once again. Um, we're not politicians, so we're not going to talk about it. You guys listen to this not to listen about COVID, so we're just going to skip over it. But hopefully all these games we have upcoming all end up playing. But the first game I have – UConn versus Xavier. So Xavier's at home. I'm going to take UConn. Obviously, you just got done hyping up UConn for the past, like, hour and a half or however long we've been uh, talking. But Sonogo is back, and I think they're a way better team than Xavier. I don't like Xavier at all outside of Jack Nungy. I'm going to take UConn. Yeah, I actually like UConn, too. And for the reason they get um, Sonogo back, and they need this win. After, oh, yeah. He's going to be back because they have the Christmas break. But by the time this game plays, the like three days, whatever it is, this game's not till Tuesday. But yeah, I think they win because they need it more than Xavier does. And yeah, I think with Sonogo getting back into it, I think they should beat Xavier because they are gonna, they need it. Yeah, I definitely love UConn if Sonogo plays. Like if he doesn't play, he should. But that's what I'm saying. Like 100, percent I'm taking Xavier if he doesn't play. But if he's yeah. playing. Then I'm 100% taking UConn. I just think... Because Xavier will feast in the paint if they have Fremantle. Is that... Yeah. Yeah. And then, that um, is what it is. And off then the bench. Nungy too. I think oh, UConn wins this game. They go right back into the rankings. Yeah, they'll sneak right in. They'll just go somehow end. get right back yeah. in or receiving votes, and they'll be yeah, the number one team receiving votes. The next game we have, Cincinnati versus Houston. So Houston's at home in this game. I'm taking Houston. I love them way too much to go against them. Love their defense, and I love Sasser's nerd socks. So I'm taking Houston. <laughs> the thing is, Sasser even pulls that off, though. Like, yeah, I mean, like a lot of people don't even notice it. That was the first thing I noticed, <laughs> other than that Sasser's a bucket, is that he does wear nerd socks. Yeah, give me Houston. Uh, Cincinnati's a good team. They could they'll, they'll have make it hard for like I guess who though he they'll make it hard for Houston and Memphis because the yeah. conference isn't great. But yeah, I'm gonna go Houston. They should win this game big. I like. I want to take Cincinnati. Bye. Yeah, I want to take Cincinnati, but they're like they're mid. But like, that's everything. Skyline chilly. Yeah, mid. like mid. Like I want to take them, but I just can't. I gotta go Houston, and then I hope this is wrong. But on ESPN, it says that Houston has a ninety-six percent chance to win. That's no. I'm that's Cincinnati is not a bad team. I know, but they are not that good. But so, I don't think they lose by twenty to some like Cincinnati does not have not that, that good losses. team. 
No, I swear they got. All right, they barely beat. They barely beat Georgia. They lost to Xavier by. They 20. beat Illinois by twenty. Lost to Xavier they, by twenty. They lost Arkansas. End end of discussion. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like early Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? They also beat Illinois by twenty. Without no, they did a coke. I think they did. Anyway, uh, which is like they just went box chocolates. The next game we have huge game, Luke's game, game of the week, LSU versus Auburn. Auburn's at home. Now, I'm going to make a hot take here. I want to ride with Luke's Auburn team, but I'm taking LSU. We saw Auburn struggle with a good defense in Wisconsin at the time. They were just rolling, and we might see some more of that. Same here. See, I hate I'm taking LSU here, but it's college basketball. Need to take some dogs. And, I mean, LSU, they're, I think it's great. Just a perfect matchup against Auburn. Uh, I'm not going to pick. This is like picking between. This is like when uh, someone says, "What's your favorite? Who's your favorite child?" You don't. You can't say that. Unless it's between me. You can say it between the kids. Like, yeah, dude. Like, really? I like you more. I'm not gonna tell the public. um, You know who I like more. You know you think's gonna win, but you're not gonna say it on the podcast. No, I I, don't want to make it public. Yeah, I don't want to make this thing public. I'm not picking. Like if LSU, I'm not gonna. You know what sucks too? I've been riding LSU, riding Auburn all year, betting on them, and they've all they do is make money. They play each other. I'm gonna sit back and watch my my kids play. Like if someone asked you like who do you like better, you'd be like, well, like they're both in the top two. Like that's what I like better. They're in the top two. Yeah. I want this on the record. I'm going to be cheering for Auburn, but since, I might be too. But I am like just cheering I am for them. picking. Like, I'm picking LSU to win and. People are going to shit their pants. If LSU does win at Auburn, people are going to lose their minds. But I'm just still not a big LSU guy. But, I mean, if they win this game, everybody's just going to hop on LSU's train, guaranteed. And I'm already on it because this is a battle. If they're un- They will be undefeated. I don't think they have another game until they play each other. It's three versus six. <laughs> and Luke's, it's not, Luke's it's, it's eight 12, people. It's three versus six. Or 17 versus 12, but Luke's rankings is three versus six. They, neither of them do have a game, so it's three versus six. I feel like you could sit here and just talk about this game all day. Yeah, every could. player. We pretty much already out. did. Yeah, but the only thing I was going to say is, did you not say, you say LSU has dogs? No. Oh, I think they do, though. I was about to say, I'm like, yeah, but does LSU have the junkier dog? No, they don't. Yeah, yeah, He's a leader. I'm taking would... Auburn just so I can sit there. Because when NCAA tournament comes around, if Auburn keeps rolling, there's nothing more I want to do is sit there and bark at a TV screen. Just like, <laughs> every time Katie Johnson gets up. Just think about Katie Johnson gets a steal. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like that. Well, I will, too. I'm right with you. So I'm, I'm going to do that every time I watch. in my bracket already. Every time I watch an LSU game, I'm going to sit there and just stare at him and just start barking. And if any time Luke ever picks Auburn to lose, he's an idiot because he already told us that they're going to win it all. So. The next game we have, Seton Hall versus Providence. Providence is at home. And if you didn't know, Providence, like their arena they play in is called the Dunkin' Donuts Center. I mean, nice. name a better sponsor for a basketball <laughs> arena. But I'm taking Seton Hall, and I think big. Uh, Seton Hall has a size to compete with, like, Watson down low, and I'm confident in Seton Hall's front court to k- take care of the rest. Take it, Seton Hall. Um, yeah, I'm going with Seton Hall. I think I can kind, of, kind of get behind Joe here with the uh, pause. That was weird. I was um, about to say pause. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they win big because Providence, you're riding, you're coming in 11-1, and one. It's just the perfect spot for them to get absolutely get blown out. They need it. They need one of those games. If you're a Providence team that's not like a top 
team that's supposed to be 11-1. They're not supposed to be 11-1. They need a game where they get absolutely smoked, come down to earth a little bit. And I think Seton Hall is perfect time. Because I think Seton Hall is 9-1, but they are a 9-1 team. They're that good. So I think Seton Hall beats them. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm very high on Seton Hall. I'm definitely taking Seton Hall. And just like you were right about the Arizona game, too. Because last week in our podcast, Luke said, he said this is the perfect time for Arizona to lose. Like Tennessee, that three-game stretch. And he was right. Yeah, so, so much mean, for me every time I hype someone up losing. Okay, yeah. Well, one of your teams that you're hyping it's up. A win, it's a win-win in that LSU Auburn game. No, we're hyping up both of them. So one of the teams you're hyping up is going to lose, and therefore you're wrong. We don't want to talk about that game anymore, though. No, we can't talk about Auburn in this podcast. Do you have a pick? See, yeah, you want to see it all? Next, last game we have, Alabama versus Tennessee. Alabama's at home. Life is like a box of chocolates, but I'm sweet home Alabama. I'm, no, <laughs> I, because I love Tennessee so much, but I just got to look myself in the mirror and tell myself, Joey, every team you like this year sucks, and I just need to go against them once in a while. And I love Alabama. Jane Shackelford is one of my favorite players in all of basketball. Hopefully they don't like get down at all in this game because – they could get fucked, but I mean, I'll take, I'll take Alabama at home. I mean, if you don't know about Alabama's crowd, all of them are cousins. Uh, never mind. I'm just not gonna go there. <laughs> don't want to get canceled. But. I'm going Bama, and I'm going Bama big. This is the perfect spot. Bama's coming off a loss to Memphis, uh, barely beating Jacksonville State, losing to Dave, uh, Davidson. They come home, um, and Tennessee is gonna think. That wow, we just beat an undefeated Arizona team. You're not they're not that good. They should have lost. Tennessee easily should have lost that game, no question. Bama, I think, beats them. I think they beat them beat them big. This is Bama needs this game for their the rest of their season, and Tennessee is gonna be riding their fucking high horse coming in there, thinking they beat <laughs> <laughs> thinking they beat Tennessee or thinking they beat Arizona. They didn't beat Arizona. Arizona beat themselves big time. And I think Bama beats them big. Like, this game, like, sucks. Because I don't want to pick Bama. But all year, I fucking hate Tennessee. Because Chris Paul and Tennessee, I meant Kennedy Chandler, same player. Like, I just hate both of them. And, like, after Alabama, I was hot on them. I picked them to beat Bama. I picked them, or I picked Bama to pick Gonzaga. Switch over to football. I picked them to beat, uh, what's the name, Georgia. Alabama was rolling for me for a little bit. I picked them to beat Houston. And then all of a sudden, they just come out here and just lose a bunch of fucking bunch of games. And I don't want to pick either of these teams, but I'm picking Alabama because I hate Tennessee. And Luke's kind of right about how they're like all hyped up and like think they won, but they actually didn't. And Chris Paul is just going to have a bad game. I met Kennedy Chandler, Alabama. What an episode! <laughs> uh, if you guys couldn't tell, we did this like in person. That's why we aren't like cutting out every five minutes. But um, yeah, I I said this last time we had a big episode like this on instagram i'm like if you guys need to get caught up this is the way to go i mean the amount of breaking down we've done on these big teams is unbelievable just wait till duke starts actually playing which they're like i said before they're up by 11 right now with my vision sucks 25 seconds trevor keels and paulo bancaro are losing their minds this game's over but um yeah we got anything else no go duke Oh, I got it. Uh, War Eagle. And that wraps up everything. Uh, 
If you're listening just for college basketball, we'll be back next Thursday. Uh, thanks for listening. All is ticked. There you are. You're ready for your life. You're a shooting star. For those years, no one knows just how hard you work. But now it shows that one shining moment you reach deep inside. In one shining moment, you knew you were alive. Feel the beat of your heart, feel the wind in your face. It's more than a contest. It's more. They race.